What's up, guys? Back on the podcast. It's been a couple weeks, but this is episode 12, Audio Thoughts Podcast, using the Anchor app, and now I'm available on some other platforms, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, um, I think it's called ones like Pocket Cast or something, and then I think some others I've never even heard of, but glad that the word is getting around. So I want to start off. Mac Miller died at 26 overdose. He was um, dating Ariana Grande before she was with um, Pete Davidson and now she's engaged to him. But um, I didn't know too. I can't lie and be like, oh, I was a big fan of Mac Miller because I didn't really listen to him that much I didn't like go out of the way to like listen to his songs and stuff his albums even but I know I saw the first song I ever heard from him was was it called Fifth Avenue and that was because I don't know I was watching like MTV or something and the video just happened I think it was like a video countdown it had to be maybe VH1 or something but it was a video countdown thing and he was on it I think I think that's where I first saw him but I know that video was where I first maybe heard his music but I don't remember what like station it was or whatever but definitely one where they were showing music videos and that was playing and I liked it it was a good song memorable songs like one of those like it seemed like one of those it was like reminded me of like early Eminem when he would do like his videos would be like comical like sketches like he would dress up to like make people laugh it was like a funny um song music video but i liked it and then the next song i had ever heard from him that i like that is like memorable to me was things called gone too soon featuring anderson pock or pack i think it's pock but so yeah those are like the only two main songs like if they played on the radio i would know it i wouldn't have to like really listen too much to be like oh that's Mac Miller like I would know off the bat oh okay that's a Mac Miller song so then like when I found out he died I was like I was at work and I was like I do have to do prep work at work before I like go on to live caption the shows that I caption for so that means like looking through the scripts and then you open up notepad on the computer and you make a list of words that maybe the uh, computer wouldn't recognize so like if if I say that word it might just spew out like gibberish because it's like oh that's not a real or a word that's common in the English language or if it's a simple name but it's spelled not like it would normally be spelled then we have to put that in so while I was doing that I like to listen to music while I'm doing that so I was like oh let me listen to whatever uh, songs Mac Miller has had out and, and from his albums and all that so I like I like his songs they're definitely old school rap for sure is his style what it seemed like and I was even telling my friend it reminded me of um, um, the songs played in the background for the Tony Hawk games where the real old school songs but old school hip-hop songs so that's what Mac Miller reminded me of. 
and then I was like, as I'm prepping for my job, I'm not watching the videos, so I'm, I'm focusing on like the script and typing up the words. So I was like, every now and then, I was like, let me click, like the song would change because I would have it on like, what do you call that? Um, like on a running loop where the, you know, on YouTube, the video just plays one after another. You don't have to like click for it to play again or whatever. So I was like, oh, it's every time it was a new song, I was like, let me see what the video is for this. And I could see, I was watching, it was like maybe two or three in a row, I saw early videos of him, like when he, he, look, he looked really young, like baby face. He had like a lot of his, um, I'm guessing, I guess the videos were shot in his hometown, which I didn't know where he was from, but he's from Pittsburgh. Like I said, I didn't know anything about him, but um, I noticed he had a lot of his like friend, like same people in his, some of his early videos. Like you could pinpoint and be like, oh, that guy was in that other video. So I liked how he kept it close with like his friends were in his videos. He didn't, it, it didn't look like it was like a high budget video, but it was like, it was nice enough where it's like, I don't think they spent too much money on this, but it's a good quality. So I was, I liked that, liked what I saw, like what I heard. And then I know he just put out an album called Swimming and then he was supposed to go on tour for that, so kind of makes me wonder like where his headspace was for him to overdose like I mean, like I don't know like I can't say obviously what he was thinking I don't know him I don't know how far back his struggles go with drugs and all that but it's just sad that that even happened and then sad that you know, there's no tour. People, you know, would have loved, I'm sure his fans would have loved to have met him, seen him in person for that, you know, that night of whenever they bought their ticket for or whatever. But, uh, yeah. And then, as I expected, it's sad that it happened, but I expected it. People were blaming Ariana Grande immediately. Like, like she was the source of the problem. Which... Obviously, it's like, it's not her fault. It's sad that it happened, but it wasn't a shock to me. Like, I was like, I knew it. Because even when she started dating Pete Davidson, or when she got engaged to Pete Davidson, people were like, like, what are you doing? Like, first off, her age, but then it was like, oh, like, Mac Miller's better for you than people's opinions were like, Mac Miller's better for you than Pete Davidson. Like, I mean, Mac Miller's more... I would say maybe more famous than Pete, and then to me personally, I feel like Mac Miller had a more mature mindset and look than Pete Davidson does, but then again, I don't know Pete Davidson off of what he's doing on TV or how he is off TV, whatever, but um, so yeah, you could see it on Instagram, her Instagram. People are like, you killed him, like, are you happy, da-da-da, all this stuff. And then so she disabled her comments, and then she didn't say, she didn't comment on his, Mac Miller's death for, like, a while. I don't know, a couple days, weeks, I don't know, but it was a while. Like, you expect it immediate, like, once the public hears about it, you, like, some people, I guess, you instantly want to go look on their page, like, they did what they say about it, but... She didn't do that, and then it was like maybe a couple days or weeks later, she posted a picture of him or a video of him, something like that. 
and I think it was like without a comment and then she did like another thing and it was like a long little speech she was like oh sorry I couldn't fix you which it's not her job to fix him like he's his own person I mean you're not married I don't know maybe it'd be different if you're married like I know you're like sharing you know a part of your two people coming together as one you would think like you know that's your husband and you're not doing anything you know to help him or push him in the right direction if you're not gonna like you know force him but steer him you know in the right resources whatever so it's not like they weren't like married or anything they were just dating like his problems aren't her problems you know so yeah that and then that made me wonder I'm wondering if Demi Lovato knows about his passing because I think she's in rehab like a facility I don't know if she even does she get to go home or is she just like living at some treatment facility like there's been like no update on her other than like she's selling her home I think I read that online but so I'm wondering if she knows about Mac Miller's passing and her thoughts on that but um I mean it might give her a new perspective on life but um so yeah that happened and then we had uh Eminem came back with a response to MGK called Kill Shot and he put up like um, an image to go with the song, well the freestyle, whatever the song, it's not really a song, but it's MGK's face with a man bun because he doesn't have a man, I don't think he has a man bun now, but he has a man bun and then it's like the, I don't even know what you call it, the that target logo whatever the circle and the like cross sign in the middle of it whatever over MGK's face and then it's like red on his eyes and stuff X's I think on his eyes and then today I saw online somehow MGK made a shirt or had somebody make a t-shirt of that and he wore it like oh like oh you know Eminem's kill shot disc doesn't phase me he lost and that's what he was saying. He was like, oh, kill, like you, Eminem's naming his, uh, his diss track, uh, Kill Shot. He was like, well, he missed. Meaning, like, his, um, MGK's Rap Devil diss is better over Eminem's Kill Shot. Personally, I like Eminem. Always have. But he could have done more. Like, if his Kill Shot diss was beneath the songs on his album like I don't think he went as hard as he could have or as hard as he did on some of the songs on his album because that's what I was looking for like he had punch lines and certain lines were good but it's like I mean he definitely outranks MGK but I thought I was expecting more just based off of that the um his album he just put out kamikaze i was about to say revival for a minute but um yeah based off his kamikaze album i was expect it was like i would describe that album as intense like the beats hard just the beats alone then you got his lyrics just coming in hard like the slim shady version of him that we got years ago 
So that level of like intenseness on Kamikaze, I was expecting on Killshot, and I didn't see it. I didn't hear it, but it was good. It definitely, like, outranks MGK's um, what was his Rap Devil this track. So, and then I saw on Instagram, uh, G Easy posting a picture of him and Eminem uh, posing with the middle finger. And this was either the day of or the day after Killshot was posted, uploaded online, whatever. So that, as if sending that to like MGK specifically, but letting the world know we won. Because <laughs> I forgot g Easy also uh, made a diss track to MGK. I liked it. It was funny. Like, I would say MGK's diss was better to me than g Easy's, but definitely Eminem was better than the both of them, but MGK's diss was good. It was, I mean, he had, he was uh, given some facts, like for sure. It wasn't like, oh, he's lying about this and that, like he really, some of it was opinion based, but some of it was true. And um, so yeah. And then Eminem's coming out like on a what daily basis, weekly basis on um, interview with Sway Calloway. So, and he's like giving the backstory behind his lyrics on Kamikaze, and um, I'm trying to. Th what are we on? It was. I've seen. I think I've watched all three parts, and I think there's a fourth one. I haven't watched it yet, but he was. Um, I know the first one he was talking about Jesse Reyes, who was on his Nice Guy track on Kamikaze, which I've listened to her stuff like with just her own records and stuff, and I like her voice. She has a very, very unique voice. And he was like, oh, I was watching uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers. I'm like, that shocked me. I'm like, really? Because it's more like a, unless, I don't know, somebody like flipped the channel to that and he wasn't just watching it from start to finish, but it was just like, shocked me that he was even paying attention to Seth Meyers but then again it was her voice that um drew him to watch the show because he was watching her performance so it wasn't like he was specifically watching for Seth but it was just funny to be like oh that's where you first heard her voice or heard of her and um and then of course he was talking about MGK how he mentioned um his daughter Haley and then I wanted him to talk about D12. So I don't know if that's on the fourth one that I haven't heard yet, but or watched yet, because it's a video. But I want him to talk about that. Because I didn't know they there was ever a falling out. I just know, okay, they made some songs together. Then they didn't. So I didn't know there was like a thing. I don't even know what happened. Like I wanna know what happened. Why they and then he was like in the song, what's it called? Stepping Stone. He was like, There won't, like, we're done. Like, don't bother looking, basically, don't bother looking for another record from us together. So, I want to know what happened. I have answers, I have questions about that that I'm hoping he answers. And he talked about he regrets using a uh, homophobic slur describing Tyler the Creator. And I'm forgetting what song that is. I want to say The Ringer, maybe. But, and then he was talked about like how 
he kind of has this like thing about him where it's like he says like oh like I don't have to go after everyone that attacks me like I'm not super sensitive in that way but yet maybe if you push a certain button cross a certain line then it's automatically I have to react I have to do something so I mean I'm glad he can recognize that and he even said like he was like um what did he say because I kind of mentioned it I was like when I first heard the Kamikaze album gave like my little review of it on Facebook and I was like angry Eminem makes for good music and he even said that kind of not in those exact words but I was like when he said it how he said it in my mind I'm like I I thought the same thing because he was like well that kind of he said it somehow I don't remember his I can't quote him on exact words that he used but in the one of his parts I think maybe the first part of his Sway interview he was like talking about how like you know, get me angry enough, I can, you know, put it into words, make it into lyrics, and it makes for a good track, a good song, which is, like, any, if you're an Eminem fan, you know, when he's angry, it's the anger that, like, fuels him, that gives us the good lyrics from him, or that slim shady side of him, and then he was talking about how, before he released the diss track, I think it was, he was talking about how he was like, oh, now I gotta, you know, if I respond to him, I'm making MGK bigger. I'm, you know, fueling the fire, but yet I have to say something. So he was like conflicted, which I'm glad he did say something. Because, I mean, I feel like no one could say like, oh, MGK won if Eminem didn't release a diss track back. Like, Eminem wins automatically with that album. Like, that album should win a Grammy. And just to throw that in, I think Travis Scott's album should win a Grammy. I was just, because I was talking with, over Instagram, one of my friends yesterday posting like, oh, I didn't know how good Travis Scott was, and she was playing his new album. Well, not, yeah, but, um, what's that, Sicko Mode, Sicko Mode song, the Drake Swaley song, and I, and I, she put it in her story, and I had to message her like, yes, that song is fire, that whole album, love it. I was like, I listened to that song couple times a week which I do but um so and then in my head I was just thinking like he should win a Grammy or be nominated for a Grammy for this but definitely Eminem's Kamikaze I hope it gets nominated for a Grammy and I saw something too online that was like he said he would never go to the Grammys again but I mean he doesn't need to show up I just hope he gets nominated I mean they could mail him his trophy whatever but so yeah and then long before all this you had um Nicki Minaj and Cardi B going at it at the New York fashion show leaving the fashion show I think or I don't know if it was during or after but yeah so what was it Nicki apparently allegedly I can't remember if I talked about this on the last podcast so if I'm bringing it up again oh well but, um, I don't, I really don't think I did. I think I just talked about her album. But, um, if I am, whatever. So, Nikki's at, Nikki and Cardi B at the fashion show, New York fashion show. Apparently, I think this is after it, where they're leaving, going wherever they're going. 
and Cardi B finds Nikki in a hallway or somewhere and throws a shoe at her. And I get I heard it missed her. And then security had to escort Cardi B out. And then the picture that showed up was Cardi B has a knot in her head. And then people were saying like, oh yeah, Nikki fought her and put the knot there. But then people were like, oh, security probably hit her by accident. And that's how she got the knot there. But I mean, that's just crazy though. But like, and then people now are like picking sides. Like, who do you like? Even before this fight though, people were picking sides. Like who's the better female rapper, Nikki, Cardi B. I like them both, but I like Nikki better. I like her stuff more. And I like more of her stuff than I like of Cardi B's stuff. So. But, um, but then I know Nikki has her Queen Radio uh, show. And so she's like, she wasn't saying anything for a while. Everybody's talking about it. Cardi B talked about it herself on her Instagram. She put a long post and then about Nikki's telling people not to work with her and if they work with Cardi B they can't work with Nikki and all this other stuff going on like Nikki's trying to take away from Cardi B's success and stop her from being successful so she put all that in her own words on her Instagram and then Nikki wasn't saying anything wasn't posting anything posting pictures is what she was doing of her different outfits then I guess I didn't listen to it. I had to like look at um look online of like the write up of it where she's talk she explained I guess went off on a rant or whatever on her Queen Radio show and then just I'm trying to remember this was not in my memory right now of her words but I think she was saying like she would I know she kept retweeting a lot of people. People were like, oh, why would she, why would Nikki talk about um, Cardi B's parenting? Because that's what people were saying that started it off, was that Nikki said something about Cardi B's parenting as a mother. And then that's when Cardi B was like, when you talk about my daughter, that's when, like, you know, basically the last straw. But Nikki said something about you made a career off of, I think, stripping and Paoli or something so that was when she addressed it but then I don't know I mean they did make the one I think they only made that one song where they were both on the song was um, Motorsport with Migos and that was it so I guess we won't be seeing them make a song together anymore or after that or I don't know but I mean they're the two most current female artists right now, female rappers right now. So, I mean, I feel like they both have like enough people in their fan base. So I don't know how Nikki is taken away from her, from Cardi B. But cause like even in this little fight they're having people, a lot of people I'm noticing commenting about it are more on Cardi B's side than Nikki's side. So I don't know. But yeah, so they're having their feud. You got MGK and Eminem having their feud. Like, 
I mean, I would like to see Cardi B and Nicki have a, um, put out some diss tracks like Eminem and MGK did. Let's see what happens with that, but I don't know if they'll stoop to that level. I mean, I would like it for entertainment, but that's just me. And let's see what else happened in the celebrity world. Julie Chen from The Talk and Big Brother apparently taking her husband's side. Her husband is the CEO of CBS, so he's basically her boss, which is weird to me. But, I mean, she's been hosting Big Brother for years, so I guess it's working out for them, whatever. But he was accused of sexually assaulting bunch of women he denies it and CBS fires him and then I learned today they don't want him at the Grammys they said he's not invited so I mean that's that but Julie Chen goes by Julie Chen not Julie Chen Moonves which is Moonves is her husband's last name so on Big Brother, I've been watching Big Brother for years. That's like my summer show. She goes, she's like, live from outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen. And the show goes off. Last Thursday, she goes, live outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonbez, which is her husband's last name. So that right there telling the world sticking with my husband through his firing investigation all whatever is happening with him right now and she hasn't been on the talk yet since they premiered i think last monday the 10th yeah i think but they addressed it which i'm glad it wasn't like oh julie's not here so we're gonna skip over this like no it's big news talk about it you're literally called the talk let's have the talk so they did that. Sharon did that. She like kicked it off and was like, so as you probably heard, you know, Les Moonves, uh, CBS CEO, executive, whatever his title is, uh, being investigated, fired. Our jobs could be in jeopardy, da-da-da. People are waiting to hear what's going to happen and all that stuff. So they talked about it. And then it's been a couple days. It's, I think this is, what, week two of the show? Uh, like new season I wonder if Julie's going to be there today she hasn't been there yet her like first TV appearance was Big Brother on Thursday and because on Thursdays people get evicted that's when it's a live show so and then she made her statement right there she's like Julie Chen Moon uh, Julie Chen Moonves so goes to tell you she's sticking with her husband on this so I don't know what made her come to that decision I hope she tells us one day because I'm wondering and um, see what happens with that and then speaking of the Emmys they come on tonight NBC hosted by um, Colin Jost and Michael Che from Saturday Night Live they both do the um, weekend update segment and then I read that the Emmys tonight are going to be produced by Lorne Michaels who is the creator of Saturday Night Live so I hope they do some like sketches like how they would do on Saturday Night Live 
maybe Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. I hope um, Leslie Jones, they get her in like a little sketch bit thing to do there because that would be really funny. She should have hosted it with one of them. That would have been hilarious. Her and Colin should have hosted it because they have their own little sketches they do on Saturday Night Live where she says that uh, Colin's in love with her and all this stuff. But I remember Michael Che. He, it's just weird to see him like hosting the Emmys in a suit and like, you know, you're up there with like, um, what do you call A-list celebrities. Cause he came to Southern long before he was ever on Saturday Night Live. And he was just a comedian that I never heard of. And I think it was one of our uh, homecomings or some event. And he like did his own, his um, stand-up routine, just him. And he seemed like he was on something, probably high, but I think he might've even admitted it, but he didn't, I didn't think, like it's just weird from that time I saw him at Southern doing a stand-up to now he's on Saturday Night Live. Like, it's just weird. And now hosting the Emmys. It's like, even crazier. But, um, yeah, they got him. They're doing that tonight, NBC. I'll be working, but, I mean, where I work, we have the TVs on, so might try to sneak a look every couple minutes. And hopefully that goes well for them. Because, I mean, Saturday Night Live makes fun of a lot of people, so... I hope their jokes make people laugh and not feel offended because <laughs> they're they're like they haven't been on Saturday Night Live for as long as like a lot of the other cast members so they're like babies talking to like celebrities that have been around for years so and they're on Saturday Night Live which is like a comedy sketch show so it's not like they haven't starred in any like big movies or anything but, I mean, good luck to them. I love Saturday Night Live. Always watch it. And I'm trying to see what else can I talk about. Went to my kickball game a couple weeks ago. I was in a tournament at Waverly Park in Hartford. We lost, but got to play in two games, so that was fun. The other tournament I was in the weekend before that one, we only played, I think... I think... No, we played two games, yeah. So it was the same two games in that one two games in this recent one but had fun this was like their fourth annual one I was like if I would have known I would have been there those other three times but and I was like oh I told the um my coach basically of my team who is also the organizer of the event it's uh kick the violence Hartford kickball tournament I was like let me know next year I'll show up again and then um the mayor came out mayor of Hartford, Luke Bronin, and he um, tried double-dutching with the Hartford double-dutch team, and he was good. I, I uh, took a video of it. I tweeted one of the uh, producers of Fox 61, and I was like, can you put this on there? I put it on my Twitter, and then I was like, I tagged him in it. I was like, can you put this on Fox? It was a Saturday. I was like, can you put this on Fox tonight? He was like, oh, there's no news tonight. I can put it on tomorrow, which was Sunday night, so I was like, okay. And I didn't know when it was going to show up, but I was like, okay, let me watch the news, waiting for my um, video to show up. And it did. 
and I was happy. And then I tweeted him back too. I was like, okay, I saw it. Thank you. Like you were a man of your word. <laughs> but so yeah, my video made it on their show. Uh, one of the Sunday nights at 10. Yeah. So that was fun. And then I took a picture with the mayor when I was there at the actual event. And trying to see what else. Did a story yesterday for the current community. My freelance job was a cancer event, uh, cancer survivors event. So people like told their stories, they had a food truck, they had, um, surprisingly, I did not expect they had activities for kids. It was like a guy doing balloon animals and uh, they had cornhole, face paint. And so that was fun. Did the story on that, gotta email it to my editor today. And then plan on going to the Bush, um, not the Bushnell, I went to the Bushnell yesterday. Went to the carousel, haven't been there in years. But did that with my uh, little cousins. I actually rode the carousel instead of just standing up on it. And then we saw, it was like a Spanish uh, church service happening at the Capitol in Hartford outside of it. We could hear them from across the street by the Bushnell Park. So we're like, oh, we hear them, let's go check it out. And it was nice to see and that we left before they actually started their service. But we were there for like their worship part of it. And they had like dancers and stuff. It was a really young guy singing. He was good though. And he had like two girl backup uh, singers. And then planning on going to the Big E. That's what I was getting at. This Saturday. It's shorter than it has been. It usually goes into October. So I'm, I don't know what happened with that. But surprised about that. But plan on taking my mom. Going with friends. My mom has a tendency to cancel on plans like the day before, the day of. So I'm hoping she doesn't change her mind. And I went last year. She didn't go last year. I don't think she's been there in like years. I don't know if she's ever been, but hoping we can go to that. Ice-T is supposed to be performing, so hoping to see him. And obviously eat the crazy food. I had the um, the crazy donut last year. It was like the bread is two glazed donuts. Got bacon, uh, cheeseburger, patty in the middle. It was it was small, so I was like good. But it was good though. I didn't expect it to be, but it went well together. <laughs> and then, so hoping to do that this Saturday take pictures and all that, eat all the crazy foods and stuff, the cream puffs, turkey leg, I don't know, chocolate bacon, whatever else they got this year, fried, um, what do they have, what is it, I think it's fried butter, I know there's a butter sculpture, but I think there's fried butter too, and then other stuff that isn't normally fried that's fried. So, but the goal is to try eat the out of the ordinary foods, not the regular foods you could just get anywhere. So that'll be fun. And what else? I think that's it. Yep. I think that's all. I'm actually uh, 
baking a Stouffer's lasagna so I can eat it at work today. And it's not going to be done for a while. And then when I go to work, I use their Wi-Fi and I can upload this podcast. <laughs> Which is why I usually do this podcast on a weekday. So either Fridays or Mondays. But, I mean, it's not every week because I like to have enough content to talk about. So if enough stuff has happened where I can talk about it for a long time, then that's when I pick the day to do it. Or else this thing would only be like five or ten minutes long and it'd be a waste. So that's all that I had to share and talk to you soon. Peace.